This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is a journey into sound. Much as you try to bury it, the truth is out there. The truth lives right here, Houston. On this day... Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bijani and Creighton. Let's go! Sean Bajani and Patrick Creighton. The first ever episode of Area 45 on these airways, Sports Radio 610. PC, good to have you back, my man. Dude, it is so good to be home. For those of you who don't know, Whole reason I came down to Houston, March 1st, 2013, I started right here at Sports Radio 610. This was my first job in Houston. I was here for three and a half years. And now seven and a half years later, (laughs) the prodigal son has come home. (laughs) Got my bag of gold. Got my freaking partner. We're going to kick some ass. Let's go. And evening sports radio is freaking back. I don't know how long it's been gone, but it's been too damn long. Five years has it been? Time has been a warp. I almost have a four-year-old at home. It's been a long time since I've been on the air at night with you, the listeners out there. Man, I am excited to get this thing going. PC, couldn't ask for a better dude to have in studio with me, my man. Let's do this thing. It's going to be great. Chris Santiago. Uh, you've heard him here on Sports Radio 610. He's done every damn show there is to do under the sun. He's going to be our producer every single night. My man, Chris, you ready to do this thing? What it do, baby? How y'all doing, man? Welcome, Houston. Welcome to Area 45, and thank you, guys. Let's have a good show, fellas. Let's do it, man. One of many. One of many, we hope, and we want you to be a part of it. 713-572-4610. You know the way to be in touch with us. That's how you can hit us up if you want to call yeah, the phone lines are open. They are wide open. 713-572-4610. We want to hear from you throughout the night. A lot of stuff, obviously, to get to. You can call. You can text. Man, it's been a long time. Ten years ago, Patrick, you would have said, what in the hell is Twitch? Well, you can watch us on Twitch, too. <laughs> okay. Dude, ten weeks ago, I would have said, the hell is Twitch? <laughs> you know what Twitch is ten weeks ago. But, hey, it's on. It's out there. We got our main man, B. Scott, to thank for uh, putting together the digital side of things. That dude is an ass kicker. He takes names. He keeps receipts, but it's all good. We just want to make sure we uh, wind up on the good side of B. Scott, but he's here making sure everything is <laughs> up and running for our first ever show. And uh, Tyler Milner, who uh, you know on Sports Radio 610, been uh, pimping the show out as well. Appreciate him. Everybody for uh, uh, getting us ready. Up and uh, coming, man, uh, for this uh, first ever show. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, you got us every night, Monday through Friday, PC, 7 to 10, right here on Sports Radio 610. We have a lot to share with the people about uh, what's coming up, not just on this show tonight, this week, next week, but Hey, baseball season's right around the corner, too. We got some big things planned for the Astros. By the way, I want to give a shout-out to everybody who saw the first hype video for this show and thought that I was uh, talking <laughs> was about so the Astrodome. This was hilarious because when we first did that, we were like, all right, well, what's the most that was my hope. sports-centric building? What's the most famous sports building in Houston? Right, It's the Astrodome. So let's zoom in on the Astrodome. What's more Houston than the Astrodome? And the number of people were like, is, is, is the dome going to get blown up? Like, 
if if the dome was going to get blown up, guys, it would have been leaked by, you know, somebody in government. And let's be real, nothing about the dome has been said since Ed Emmett uh, was no longer on commissioner's court. Uh, I'm not trying to say that the people currently on commissioner's court are completely useless and have no idea what the hell they're doing. I'm not trying to say that. All I'm saying is since Ed Emmett left, there has been zip zilch and not a said about the dome. Uh, although, I mean, listen, uh, once upon a time, I had done like my own little drawing rendition of how we could turn the dome into a hockey arena with a hotel and stores and shopping and restaurants. Casino? Um, well, at the time, that Did was not that? really on the plate, but um, <laughs> be room for that. We'd probably need a bigger building for that, if we're going to be real. But, you know, the amount of money that that costs, apparently nobody wants to put up because the, uh, the county doesn't want to sell the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want to fix it. And they don't want to take it down. Hey, you're right, though. I loved, I told you, the moment that we created that. You said that's going to happen. I hope people think something's going on with the Astrodome. My own uncle, who I told to his face, he was in for Christmas, right? I said, hey, you know, I'm going to do the show. Uh, we're starting nights up, back up again. And he was all excited about it, looking forward to it. And literally, like, we put that video out, what was it, like two weeks ago? And he's the first person to text me. He goes, Dude, what are they doing with the dome? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nothing, you moron. I've got a show. Like, that's the tease. Like, come on. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was so good. So the show's called Area 45, which uh, for those of you who haven't figured it out yet, you know, the 45 kind of runs right through Houston. Uh, it'll play on word to Area 51. We're, we're Area 45. There's, there's a lot of interesting things that have happened here in the city of Houston. Mm -hmm. Houston kind of has its own history, uh, has its its own, uh, like, what, what do we call them? Like urban legends and things like that. Uh -huh. right? uh, but the idea of, look, everything, it runs right down the city. Everything about this, this show is a lot is going to be Houston-centric. So Houston sports, Houston lifestyle, uh, Houston urban myths, Houston everything. We want to have a lot of fun with this. And, uh, you know, so I started pointing out, like, a, a one picture a day of an athlete wearing 45. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, how many days is it going to take somebody to say, all right, what's with the connection with all the guys wearing 45? You got nothing. Would dude. it be two days? Would it be three days? It was six freaking days before one person said, hey, I'm sensing a 45 theme. <laughs> so quick on the uptake, guys. I didn't think anybody guessed anything of it because – I've seen on social media people post, like, pictures of random athletes and things like that. And so when I was looking at your post, I was like, people aren't going to think anything of this. Like, PC, you got to step your game up something, man. I mean, it's like, there's only so many 45s from Houston that you could put out there, too. Oh, like I found this quite a bit. <laughs> Although some of them might be, uh, you know, found more in Obscure Sports Quarterly than they might be on the cover of SI. Although exactly. maybe Obscure Sports Quarterly is going to last longer than SI at this yeah. point. We're not entirely sure. But... Uh, man, I am, this has been a long time coming. Uh, it is, it is kind of like full circle yeah. for me. So it's a little surreal. It's really exciting. And I'm so happy to be back here on sports radio, 610. I, you know, I'm telling, uh, you know, people I told, uh, you know, our boss, uh, Parker, it's like, you know, I was really blessed for a long time to work with, one of the greatest partners that, that I could ever work with in Nate Griffin, who used to work here with us at Sports Radio 610. Nate and I did a show for almost six years, and now I get to work with Sean, tremendous guy, great partner, and and I'm just, I'm really fortunate that I get to work with two of just the best people that you get to work with. In every business you're going to find, overall, you're like, all right, those people are okay. I'm not going to hang out with them. They probably cut my <laughs> neck for a nickel. But I get to work with two, like, legit dudes and I'm really excited man, about that. I appreciate it. I appreciate that, man. I uh, I, I can't say enough uh, about you. It's It's been a long time. I feel like almost a different lifetime. Uh, we used to come on right after you on, on Saturdays, I think. Or you used to come on right after me. I can't remember. Uh, no, it was 11 to 2. I and came, you after, came you on on after you on Sundays. Me. Sundays, that's what it was. Yeah, the Sunday brunch. So it's right. you and Murph, right? Man, it was me and Murph. It was me and uh, Pauly G. It was me and Howard Chen. It I miss was Murph. me and Alex Del Barrio. Uh, I did a show with everybody that's probably ever worked here. And only until like the last two months, I'd say, had I ever worked with 
John Lopez and Sean Pendergast. <laughs> it's been years since they've been here, and I finally had a chance to work with them. So now you talk about coming full circle. You and I probably did a show together the first week or two that you were actually here in Houston. And since, we've done nothing. And now it's going to be us every single night. So I'm excited for that. Um, we're going to have a lot, a lot of fun. But, you know, you were just talking about, like, the, the, the show name, Area 45. Fantastic. I love it. It encompasses uh, what Houston uh, is 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 all about in, in a lot of different ways. And you said it. We want this show to be all things Houston, right? Like one big, um, you know, kind of a melting pot. And we want to try to localize everything, keep it about Houston, because, well, there's not been consistent local sports talk in this market since we stopped doing it. And now that we're bringing it back, I think it should be just about Houston. There's a lot of people out there driving, sitting at home, tinkering around in their garage, just wanting to listen and hear about local sports talk and getting you ready for the next day, talking about what the day had been. Well, that's going to be us, and we're glad to be with you and and be a part of the last portion of your day and get you started for the next one. So that's that's what I'm excited about. Hold up here, Sean. Hold up here. We're going to have our first little conversation here. Uh Uh-oh. I've been doing evening sports talk in this city now for the last five and a half years. Are you just crapping on everything that I've done for five and a half years, or are you trying to say, dude, the station you were on, nobody could hear the signal outside of their own like their own parking lot, so I didn't maybe it doesn't quite count? I didn't say that. I, I was merely pointing out the fact that while you, and I'd been on nights for a long time as well, you know, way back in the day, this is the first time the that odd couple we're with Sean Bajani and Barry Warner. Man, that's a different lifetime ago. And a shout out to Barry Warner, who was the very first person to introduce him, like come up and introduce himself to me the first day I started. So it's March 1st, 2013. We have a big Why staff do you remember this day? Because, oh, because it was staff meeting. Yeah. So the <laughs> staff meeting where I get basically you know, fed to the sharks. Oh, we have a new hire. Let's introduce Patrick Creighton. And there's this room of people who are staring me down like I'm about to steal their children. They are, I am getting so many death stares, and who is this freaking person? Everybody's looking at me like they're staring holes to me. Barry comes up to me. Hey, New Yorker, how you doing? You know, know, Barry with his whole thing. You know, Barry, very gregarious. And Barry, one of the first people, most the first person to, to come up, He's like, he's like, ah, don't worry about them. They'll get used to you eventually. <laughs> they did. You know, he was right. They did. But Barry Warner was the very first person to just introduce himself to me. Love Barry. He's great, man. Uh, you're a very easy person to get used to, though. Uh, people that have not heard you will figure that out really soon. Uh, people that have not heard me, I think you'll figure out really soon that I'm just about as easy to get along with as anybody else is. Just don't piss me off. Um, you know, and you'll figure out those ways as the show goes along. And don't <laughs> it let, takes a lot to piss me off. And listen. you maybe not so much. <laughs> you maybe not so much. That's that little bit of New Yorker come that, that comes out in you. There is a rumor in the Twitter sphere that says I might have anger issues. It's just what? a rumor. It's a rumor. Nah, I, I will it's not. It's not real. I will not confirm nor deny said rumor, but. <laughs> It's it's been known that maybe occasionally I might get a little riled up and maybe the Brooklyn comes out and maybe I just kind of go on one of those like rants. It, 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 it supposedly it's happened before. <laughs> Again, I cannot confirm or deny. You're just going to have to listen and figure that out for you. So. Yeah, uh, I would just say passion, right? I would say it's passionate. Like that's what I miss most about being on at night and having, you know, a show that I could own is that the passion naturally comes out. It's hard to do it, you know, in other slots when the you, you slide in, you're filling in for other people. But, um, I mean, if you've listened to me before, if you've listened to Patrick before, I would just say that we are two people that are extremely passionate about Houston sports, but really sports in general. There are things I can promise you about this show. Number one, we're probably going to give you different angles, different slants, and a different point of view on things that you've heard all day long. Sean and I have a tendency to look at things a little bit differently 
than everybody else's. You're going to get some different angles and different ideas from this show. Uh, We will never lack for energy. And I absolutely promise you, so much smack is going to get talked on this show. (laughs) So much smack is going to get talked on this show. And also, I will also say this. This is me, right? I don't do fake radio. I am not going to put out some kind of take or some kind of narrative or some kind of horse bleep that I don't believe in or just throw it out there as like engagement farming or but it could be horse bleep you just happen to believe it yeah so i mean that's (laughs) well listen it's all in your point of view if i believe it it's not horse bleep to me okay but the idea being i I will not deliberately say things i don't believe in just to try to rile you up if i'm riling you up it's because well we just see things differently and that's okay if i will say this I've, i've always said this whatever questions that you ask if you call us on the 713 and the 572 and the 4610. If you use those digits and you call up and you ask us things, I promise whatever you ask, I will answer honestly. I won't hold back. I will tell That's you. That's true. I will tell you the legit truth. Yep. We're all about Whether you like that. it or not. All right. The truth is coming. And it's coming on this show every single night. Whether you like it or you don't like it, you're going to get it. I love it. So strap in because this call only does 100. That's what you meant by the truth is coming. It's here, baby. It is absolutely here. Let's get it started, man. 713-572-4610. That's how you get involved in the show. Call. You can text. You can hit us on Twitch, PC. You know what Twitch is now? You can watch us on Twitch. Chris Santiago, he's the gatekeeper. You got to get through him to get to us, and he's ready to talk to you. So we've got a lot to get to this evening. Championship weekend. We have a Super Bowl. Is it the one you thought you were going to get at the end of the day? I think for a lot of people, yeah. The answer is a resounding yes. I don't know if you put any money on this. I did not, but I felt a lot of people's pain. And we've got to talk about championship weekend, the Super Bowl matchup that we have before us. We, If you don't know, Sports Radio 610 uh, is going to the Super Bowl. They'll be in Vegas all three shows, Payne and Pendergast, In the Loop, and The Drive, all going to be at the Super Bowl broadcasting live, giving you the biggest and best content from the day, every single day for an entire week leading up to the big game while you and I are here holding down uh, at area 45 for the big dogs. And we'll have a chance to uh, chop it up with the masses at the, at night, every night, seven to 10. So look forward to that. So you and I don't have to deal with every like rando former player hawking their wares, trying to get an interview like, Hey man, can I come on and talk about my CBDs? Hey man, can I come on and talk about my water bottles? You know, we don't have to deal with any of that. Those guys, I'm like, I mean, look, they're going to have people who are going to parse that so that they don't have to deal with those kind of interviews. They're pretty much only going to deal with the good stuff. Um, Guaranteed. Although I will say- Parker's the gatekeeper on that one. (laughs) I will say that while- you know, doing Radio Row can be a lot of fun. I'm not upset that we're not going. I'm not upset about that at all. I am very happy to stay here, eat my Tex-Mex. That's right, eat my Tex-Mex. There you good, go. Good luck getting that in Vegas. All right, eat my <laughs> Tex-Mex, watch the game on my TV, listen to the guys do their their work all day long, and then you and I get to come on and talk mad trash Afterwards, yeah, I ain't gonna miss it. That is what's up. I've never been, and I'm not gonna miss it. I don't care. Uh, I'm glad the guys are getting to go to represent the station. But uh, yeah, we're gonna have the best seat in the house right here, Area 45, and get to watch the game with you. And you get to talk to us, chop it up. Let's do it next. Seven one three five seven two four six ten. Be a part of the show. Call, text, hit us up on Twitter at p creighton one at sean bajani for myself. It is Area 45. The truth is here. And it's next. It's Sports Radio 610. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bishani and Creighton. Here we go, Sean Bajani and Patrick Creighton. It is Area 45 on your airwaves, Sports Radio 610. We're with you until 10 o'clock. If you want to be a part of the show, hit us up, 713-572-4610. You can call or text. Hit us up on Twitter, at pcreighton1, at Sean Bajani. Uh, if you'd like to be a part of the show, Chris Santiago, our producer, will hook you up and feed you through. We've got a Super Bowl on our hands, Patrick, and um, Chiefs, Beating the Ravens the way that they did. I don't know that you saw that one coming. Uh, I was looking at a lot of the preposterous predictions before that game. Who was it? Steve Mariucci. Did you happen to see, see his? He was predicting that like Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes were going to go like both 400 plus yards on the game, like completely obliterate the over under the lines, all of the numbers. It didn't work out that well, way at all, well, man. Well, you it see, was, what, what had happened was. Um, <laughs> Well, you know, uh, I was I was thinking, but you know, uh, uh, you know what? Let's just go to break. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what he should have done, and what a lot of people should have done. Like, sit back and watch this thing unfold. It unfolded like I didn't anticipate it at all. Lamar Jackson, how the hell? Tell me if you guys were thinking this. How the hell did he beat the Texans a week ago? How did that happen? Well. How did that happen? How did he do what he did against D'Amico Ryans? How did that defense do what they did against C.J. Stroud and Bobby Slowick? I can see that a little bit more just because the offensive line, the ugliness of it, kind of it was it was going to rear its ugly head again, and it kind of had been in recent weeks. But defensively, that's what just kind of took me back. I don't know how the hell that happened. There are a couple of things about this game that as I'm watching the Ravens play the Chiefs and I'm thinking back to the Texans game and I'm like, wow, Lamar Jackson's getting to see what it was like to be C.J. Stroud a week ago. Right. What, protection? Right. What the hell is that? Mm. The Chiefs were all over the backfield. I don't know what happened to the Ravens' offensive line from last week to this week, but apparently – they were reading some press clippings. They were, you know, forgetting that there was a game. They got overrun by the Kansas City Chiefs defensive front. And Lamar was under pressure all day long. And you know what? Uh, Mark Andrews looked like a dude who hadn't played football in a few months. Yeah. And Zay Flowers, who's been their best receiver Idiot. all year long, Idiot. apparently drank the stupid juice. Because maybe he touched the Monstars football. I don't know what it was, but all of a sudden, mm. all the brains he had went right out the booty, and he was just doing dumb, dumb, dumb things. Then there was this. Remember how the – you know, a lot was talked about the Texans and how much better their run defense was. Look, their run defense was a was lot better. Yeah. But the Ravens kind of ran the ball all over them. And well, part of that was Lamar Jackson being the threat that he is. But they ran the ball frequently. They ran the ball at will. They ran the ball all over the Houston Texans. The Kansas City Chiefs entered the day, what, like, what, 28th in run defense? 
The Ravens decided run. I'm, I'm sorry, what run? No, we don't have any run plays. Right. Here's, listen to this insanity. Including the postseason, there have been 568 NFL games played so far this year. The Ravens' designed run rate on Sunday with Lamar Jackson and their three-headed monster in the backfield where they just trampled the Texans a week ago, Mm -hmm. ranked 563rd. Jeez. It was the sixth lowest design run rate in the NFL this year, including the postseason. What the bleep were they doing? Well, that's crazy. Well, they kept they stayed true to it because they didn't design any. Was it Lamar Jackson designed runs for him like two, two maybe two maybe three designed runs? You have the most dangerous running quarterback in NFL history. Yeah. Now let's let him sit in the pocket and get his ass kicked. Yeah. Sounds like a great idea, man. Yeah. It was it was ridiculous. I, I looked. I looked at these numbers and I just I couldn't believe it. And just you play it over and over and over again. Just that game a week ago, this same Ravens team, some way somehow, doing what they did to the Texans to the tune of thirty-four to ten. Since scoring on their second offensive possession of the game, the Ravens went fumble, four straight punts, fumble, interception, field goal. The rest of the way, the rest of the way, Kansas City. Kansas City, some way, somehow, offensively in the second half, was held to just 30 offensive plays. The Ravens were doing the job that they needed to defensively and could not and refused, as you're saying, to run the ball, but just could not get anything going. Why would they want Lamar Jackson just standing back there and dropping back and throwing passes? And He had some dudes that dropped some balls. I think Flowers was one. Uh, there was another one that was dropped uh, critical time in the fourth quarter. I can't remember who did it. Um, but then, two, here's here's the thing. And I was actually wary of this. You think back to week one and in the way that the Ravens played against the Texans last weekend, completely different in terms of discipline and not making stupid uh, decisions, not making the stupid penalties. They had eight penalties that were absolutely killer for them yesterday eight penalties and nearly cost them 100 yards they'd been doing that on the regular all season maybe we should have seen something like that coming it reared its ugly head at least yesterday in the worst possible time and they were idiot penalties right like hey you know what here's a defensive lineman punching Mahomes in the face after he's throwing the ball idiot of course you're getting flagged if your hand goes up on the quarterback's head you're I mean the official's right there they're calling that every freaking time yeah but you know what like in the at the at the time it looked way worse in slow motion but at the time i was like he's he's trying to go for the ball he's trying to knock the ball out but you're right it's those that you you just can't have happen you know jd banged helmets with pat mahomes yeah uh listen jd you've been in the league long enough you know if you head to head on a quarterback laundry coming out on the field you've been around long enough if i said to you before the game Kansas City, Baltimore. Which team is going to have something close to a 50-50 ratio run pass and which team is going to be like 2-1 to one passing over rushing? You would say the team that's going to be 2-1 to one passing would be... 2-1 to one passing? Is it going to be Kansas City? It's going to be Kansas yeah, City. of course. Right. Okay. <laughs> so Not the Ravens. Kansas City through 39 passes, 32 runs. Balance, man. Baltimore threw 37 passes and ran the ball 16 times. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even remember it was that high. And 16 times they averaged five yards a carry. Mm-hmm. And Lamar had eight of the 16 carries. Yeah, and he had 54 yards, I think, and I on think the ground. six of those were scrambles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what was Todd Munkin doing? And you know what? 
Trying to lose his job. At, at some point. <laughs> That's not going to happen, but he's trying to lose his job, apparently. At some point, if you're Lamar Jackson, at some point, if you're John Harbaugh, do you go to your offensive coordinator, you know, and McFly, McFly, run the damn ball. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe you smack a little sense into him. Maybe you ask him, you know, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. No, it's, it's cool. Just keep throwing these. And they're not getting open at all. When, and when they are, they're dropping passes. And then Zay Flowers gets stripped on the freaking goal line. I mean, what? What a play by Jarius Sneed. I mean, he was about a play of the year coming from across the well, field, punches the ball out at the freaking one. Four plays after Zay Flowers stands over the top of him, first shoves him to the ground, and then stands over the top of him. Earned him a flag, by the way. Yeah, it took him from the nine back to the 25. They end up getting to the nine at the end, and then before the fumble happened. And it was, I cannot tell you that Sneed keeping his cool in that moment. I think after the game, he'd he'd basically said, like, I didn't even really see it kind of a thing. Man, that's what you need. That's the kind of head that you've got to play with if you're Zay Flowers. And I don't know why I expected it. I mean, I was a Ravens fan going into that game. And I thought a lot of people here should have been Ravens fans for a lot of different reasons, but none more than that was the team that beat yours. That was a team that kicked the Texans in the nuts. And they had an opportunity to host a game where Kansas City was maybe at its most vulnerable since they'd been on this run with Patrick Mahomes as their quarterback since the 2019 season. And they crapped all over themselves. They just, they let go. They refused to really be what they had been all season long, the team that was going to step on your throat. And in fact, I mean, they were shooting themselves in the foot. They looked like the Texans at times in that game against the Chiefs with the stupid penalties and just getting way too overzealous in critical moments. That cost them. That absolutely cost them that football game yesterday. There were a lot of just like times where you're just scratching your head going, what is going on? Like I said, this is the weakest offense Kansas City has had in the Pat Mahomes era. Mm-hmm. Right? Their worst offense. They have... Travis Kelsey, it took them half the year to figure out what Rice was going to be. MBS is good for a drop every day. I mean, Kadarius Tony's inactive. He's on social media saying he's not hurt. Dude, of course you're hurt. You got a hand injury. You can't close it around the football. That's why you're freaking inactive. <laughs> you're a receiver, and you can't close your hands around a damn football. But I, you think their their receivers have been awful. They've lost at least what three prime time games this year, where Mahomes is drilling guys and the ball's going through their hands. The one that hit uh, MVS in the face because yeah. it went through his hands. Or yeah. like I mean, they've lost so many games because their receivers couldn't catch Cole. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. And you had them right where you where you needed them, <laughs> where everybody would have liked to have had them on the road. In a playoff game, in your environment, playing the ball that you've been playing, and they couldn't take advantage of the Ravens, man. Uh, we got to get to the uh, Lions and Niners game, which we will. We'll take a trip around the NFL coming up next. A former Texan quarterback in the news, and uh, what's going on around the league with the coaching carousel? How uh, Gerard Johnson, Bobby Slowick are still factoring into teams' positions. They're dwindling but it still makes me nervous. We'll get to that and more next. It's Sports Radio 610. You're listening to Area 45. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bishani and Creighton. 
Area 45 back with you at Sports Radio 610 alongside Patrick Creighton. Back in the saddle again. I'm Sean Bajani. Chris Santiago producing. Glad to be a part of your evening. 713-572-4610. If you want to be a part of the show, you can call or text. And if you'd like to watch, you can do that too now all day long on every single show. Just find us on Twitch. It's at 610Houston. So 610Houston on Twitch. And you can dial us up and watch that way. Uh, this was a... a get us on YouTube. You yeah. can get us on YouTube, too. Absolutely. I forgot. Uh, just you go to YouTube and then just put in Sports Radio 610. There we are, live and in living color. There you go. You got us dialed up? A couple of hot chicks sitting behind us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you can look at those. Maybe not our uh, our mugs, but uh, that's, why, that's probably why we got the chicks behind us, right? Hey, you know what? There's a little less of me this time around, so... <laughs> a lot less of you. <laughs> a lot less of you, man. You're looking good these days, my man. Dude, it is a freaking grind yeah you know when all those things like i know, I know you like you hear like soda weight loss and you hear sean pendergast and ron hewley uh talk about you know all the weight that they've lost on, on soda weight loss yeah I, i've been doing it the old-fashioned way it's freaking hard it is difficult as hell but 60 pounds later hey still pushing you got to keep grinding still baby. still working uh, there's there's a lot less of me than there used to be. You know what? My back doesn't always hurt so bad anymore because I'm not carrying around that extra two bags of dog food. Yeah. Um, and, and that's funny because that's the first thing. I One of my buddies uh, who's a uh, big-time high school science teacher like in New York City, he teaches all these like high-end, like super brilliant kids. They do all these uh, events all over the country, national mm-hmm. events. His name's Tom San George. He's guy is brilliant. And, like, I'm talking to him one day, and he's just like, dude, think about this. Because I said, you know, I've lost 50 pounds. I don't feel like, like, I don't look different. He says, go grab two bags of dog food, walk around the store twice. Tell me how you feel. <laughs> and? Well, I got around the store once. I'm like, all right, screw this. <laughs> I was gonna say, that's not like, in, I wouldn't enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> I that think does not sound like fun. That's man. when you like you yeah. realize that would suck for anybody at yeah. any size. <laughs> Maybe I should have done this in a Kroger and not a Target because the Target's like twice as big as a damn Kroger. Or a Target or Costco or Sam's like yeah. that would have been a poor man, decision. I was like, why? Why? Why did I do this? Why didn't I just agree with him? Why didn't I concur? I should have concurred. <laughs> I, I'll tell you this, man. Um, you've been getting it. I know this. Uh, you and I talk all the time, but. I've got almost a four-year-old now. My boy's going to be four in April. Dude, it's such a great age. Enjoy and that. Enjoy that. I I know, dude. And this is the part so where mad. Sean reminds me that he's like 15 years younger than I am. Nah, it's not that much. I'm 41, dude. All right, so it's, it's not 10 years. It's not 15. It's not 15. It's 10. <laughs> it's not 15. So that make you feel a little bit better. but Slightly. I think about this all the time. Like, since my boy had been born, I've... And I love working out. I love being active. I love doing stuff. Um, and especially now more with him, I take him out in the front yard. We're going from golf balls to football inside to basketball to baseball literally every day. It's insane. Like people that are looking at me, like my neighbors are thinking I'm running like a factory over here with this kid. Like and I'm forcing <laughs> him against his will. It's like, no, he wants to play every sport at all moments. But I don't get a chance for any time for myself. Like, and so you are probably feeling a hell of a lot better physically than I am these days. <laughs> I don't eat the same. I don't work out the same. I mean, work out what's work out. Like maybe if I get some push ups, sit ups, or squats in, which I'm trying to train him to do in the morning. Okay. <laughs> Cause I want to do it. So if he watches me do it, then maybe I get like a little 10 minute workout in. So I've tried that the last couple of weeks. So you're doing some 12 ounce okay. curls and some thumb ups. A lot of twelve ounce curls. Um, thumb ups. Thumb ups are when you take the stopwatch out, or you use on your phone. You get the little stopwatch on your phone, and you tell your kid, "All right, listen, we're gonna see how fast you can run first base. Ready? Go! Bang, bang. Those are thumb ups. I did this. Thumb the other goes day. up, thumb goes down. Thumb ups. I timed them in a forty, but uh, my thumb up from the time that it went up to back down was like eleven seconds. <laughs> He's only four. It took him a while. <laughs> so. For me, um, my son's a sophomore in college. And if you remember when I first started here, um, my son was seven. And I have a picture of him standing next to Booker T. Yeah. 
Yeah, like oh my God. barely comes up to his waist. Yeah, you know, that's a great pick. And, and now he's a and now he's a sophomore in college. My daughter's a junior in high school. She still probably comes up to Book's waist because she's only like four eleven. Yeah, but um, just I, I see that picture of him. Oh, it's a great from way great back pick. when. Yeah. And then I look at him now and I'm like, hey, remember how small you used to be? And he's like, oh my God, I was so little. <laughs> Dude, I remember going out to eat, uh, having lunch because I used to buy uh, uh, Girl Scout Girl cookies. Scout cookies. Still sell them, by the way. Yeah. Well, anybody, anybody out there in the sound of my voice, I might need them. If you need your crack, I mean Girl Scout cookies, I'm your dealer. I mean hookup. Thin mints. You know where you know where to find me. Thin mints. When you get those in your possession, uh, when is Girl Scout uh, cookie season? Well, it depends on where you are. Different parts of the country start at different times. So my niece, who's in Connecticut. They've been selling for three weeks. Okay. But my, you know, us being down here, my daughter doesn't get her batch of cookies for another couple of weeks. Okay. So it's like springtime around here. Okay. Yeah. So uh, hit me up with some uh, thin mints here. Uh, I'll weeks. let you, as soon as the, as soon as the batches come know. in, I'll let you know. But if, uh, if you need your Girl Scout crack, I am your dealer. I do. You know, am I, I feel like I I'm, need them for sure. For what, sure. What's your favorite one, Chris? Uh, it's, I like the thin mints and then I like the peanut butter chocolate. Oh yeah, yeah the, the, we used to call tagalongs down here. They're called peanut butter patties. Yeah, those. Yeah, um, I'm like the old chocolate ones with peanut butter in the middle. Yeah, it's the peanut mm-hmm. butter with the chocolate over the top of the way. Uh, those are so, so good. Those are the are those and and what I used to call Samoas. That's, that's my the, the caramel delights yeah. down here, but in up up in other parts of the country they're called Samoas. Uh, that's the chocolate caramel and coconut. Those are my favorites. Yeah, those are my absolute anything favorites. coconut. I'm in. I mean, let's be honest. I, I'll eat any any Girl Scout cookie there is, probably, uh, unless it's like y'all. They have like the shortbread ones, which are kind of like. Dude, raw. I even eat the shortbreads. Yeah, but that's like desperation. That is the oh, desperation yeah. cookie. <laughs> that is almost like now the equivalent. Somebody gave me a whole tin of like shortbread cookies for Christmas. That's the equivalent of like what a fruitcake was back in like the seventies. But the did 80s. it come in the big Danish tin with like Santa Claus all around it? Uh, yes. Okay, so you keep the tin. <laughs> And, you know, if you don't want the cookies, what you do is you put them in a, in, in a Ziploc bag and you bring them into the kitchen and drop them off in the kitchen here. And miraculously, the creatures, all the freaks that come out at night, okay, they will get eaten. They'll be gone, yeah. They, we're, we work in radio. There are <laughs> enough true. poor people, and I'm not saying I'm not part of that group. There are enough poor people that if free food is left out, you only got to give it about Four minutes and it'd be gone. Well, I gave it about two days and they were still gone in my house because, again, yeah, uh, you know, funds are a little tight. I got a little hungry. That's a nighttime snack. Even the those chunks of sugar on those damn shortbreads, you know, like those. Big oh, those sh- are the Danish shortbreads. that got the sugar all I over. Freaking chip yeah. my teeth eating those <laughs> things. Like I couldn't stand them, but um, the got, sugar got the job done. The sugar <laughs> speck is like a half an <laughs> inch wide. <laughs> you get tired eating like peanut butter sandwiches all day. Uh, they look pretty good eventually. Um, I tell you this, man. Um, as as I'm thinking about this, uh, I'm I'm gonna keep reminding you about the the Girl Scout cookies. By the way, did you see T.J. Yates? How many of you guys knew that this dude still had a job in the NFL, or still had a job in the NFL? Wait, he's alive. He's alive. <laughs> alive. Are and we well, sure apparently. it's really T.J. Yates, or is it a doppelganger? I said T.J. Yates, and apparently he's been with the Atlanta Falcons. Is it an alien in a T.J. Yates suit? No, it's T.J., the Texans legend. First playoff victory ever under T.J. Yates' watch, right? Um, he, as long as you can play Marvin Lewis, baby. Go ahead. Yeah, as long as you can. And hell, this rate, like, I saw Leslie Frazier's in line for a job as the D.C. with Miami Dolphins earlier today. I think he's getting an interview with him. I thought that dude was going to hang him up as soon as he got over from David Culley here a few years ago. Like, when you lose a job to David Culley, like, you should probably hang it up. And apparently the Dolphins are going to consider him for the D.C. But T.J. Yates is, according to NFL Network's James Palmer, getting a promotion to the quarterback coach from the receiver coach. He was the receiver coach for the Falcons this year. And now he's going to be their quarterback coach under uh, new head coach Raheem Morris and uh, Zach Robinson's their OC over there. I was just like, wow, TJ Yates sighting. How about that? You know, the only problem is he might be the best quarterback on the roster. <laughs> yeah. He's not He's not that old either, right? I mean, that's 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 like the if biggest Joe problem. Joe Flacco can come out of retirement from the couch, right? And from an NFL network gig. Like, he was that close. Like, TJ Yates in a pinch. Isn't that the biggest problem the Falcons had all year? They got all these skill position guys, and they can block, but their quarterback is just 
Oh, boy. Well, unless they play the Texans. I mean, Desmond Ritter looked, like, unstoppable in the fourth quarter. It always happens, like, the Texans. Bryce Young was terrible this year, except against the Texans. Desmond Ritter, he is trash, except against the Texans. But I think... Forgetting one. I'm trying to. I'm trying to forget that. There's a reason why. You don't I remember that one? We're just <laughs> Zach that, Wilson. Anybody? That did not happen. <laughs> that is a figment of your imagination. That is a fabrication, a misrepresentation, an outright lie. <laughs> if Zach Wilson was like a high school quarterback, right? Which he probably should go back and see if he has any eligibility. But on his huddle tape, like you would see, like all the stuff, all of his highlights would be against the Texans. Yeah. The only <laughs> time it. It Zach like Wilson scored more on the field than with random MILF was against the Houston Texans, but that will not happen again. <laughs> that won't happen again. Look, they, they had yeah, rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, rookie OC. Uh, essentially, everybody's kind of new at their position. It's okay. Yeah, those we, we knew those kind of things were going to happen. They were going to lose games they should have won. They also won games they weren't expected to win. They were everything in a rebuilding team you expected, except. Oh, by the way, they won 11 freaking games. Yeah. All of you people who told me that they were only going to win three games or four games, all of you people who talked all that trash about how they gave up a top three pick in this year's draft to go get Will Anderson, all of you people and one particular media person in specific who said that it was the worst day in the history of the Texans franchise when they traded up to get Will Anderson, y'all can kiss my big white ass. Every single freaking one of you losers, you soft ass lily livered biatches <laughs> you can all line up i got a whole bag for you to eat you can kiss my ass patrick creighton everybody every time <laughs> i get to wave that i'm right flag i'm gonna wave it under your damn nose because you freaking deserve it you non-believers you infidels you jezebels you satanists you communists who don't believe when i tell you you gonna learn today (laughs) it's not even the non-believers it's the people that will sell to you every single day that they know and understand football and what we think we're looking at isn't so how people thought this team the Texans were going to win three or four ball games again this year is beyond me. <laughs> it's that that would have been gross negligence, malpractice. It absolutely could not happen and had no chance of ever taking place unless like unforeseen circumstances. Like you had to start Case Keenum or Davis Mills like 14 of the 17 ball games this season. Thank God it was only for two. Um, but there was just no way that that was going to happen. So when people believe what they want to believe, right? We got flat earthers. Hear what they want to hear. We got people who think 9-11 was an inside job. I lived through that, so all of you people can get shot straight into the sun. All right, there were people who believed, Alex Jones, that a school shooting that killed a whole bunch of little kids in, in Connecticut was a hoax. People believe what they want to believe. People wanted to believe the Texans were going to be lousy. They wanted to believe C.J. Stroud was going to be awful. It didn't matter that the tape said this is the most polished quarterback in the draft. It didn't matter that the tape said this guy can hit every throw, all three levels, every part of the field with accuracy, with velocity, with touch. None of it mattered. They all wanted to believe he was going to be, oh, went to Ohio State, got to be a bum. Didn't play in the SEC, got to be a bum. Oh, S2 score sucked, got to be a bomb. It didn't matter that way back when, before the season started, right, like before the draft even happened, all those, those at the combine, those, those scores getting leaked out, mm-hmm. and the guy who owns the damn company said way back then, yeah, um, that, those scores, that, that some of those scores that got leaked, they're, they're, not, they're not accurate. They're not representative scores. And even though he wouldn't say C.J. Stroud by name, it became very apparent. He was talking about C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. The dates, the time, the, the, the guy getting in late, not wanting to take the test because it was late. He was exhausted. It was very late at night. Like, no, 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 we're not doing it. They made him take it. And he basically was just like, screw it. C, 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 C. Right? <laughs> and and he, said, they, they, he said, we know yeah. that it, it's not representative. Do not believe all this stuff. Nobody cared. Everybody was too busy going, oh, 
Badass two score. He's a dummy. He's going to fail because that was what, you know, crap sells. It's more fun. It's easy. It's lazy, hot take radio, TV, social media to just go, oh, he's a dummy. He flunked this test. He's going to fail. What an idiot. Oh, look at these low scores. He's so stupid. Why actually do the work, do the research, find out the real information? Do, I don't know, friggin' journalism. I don't know. Why actually do your damn job? Because that's not fun. That's not sexy. That doesn't get clicks on social media. And as we all know, your advertisers, they don't care if what you say is brilliant or is moronic. All they care about is click, 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 click. So if you get up there and you go, I'm a little teapot, and it gets 5 million clicks, they don't care because they never saw it. All they saw was the report at the end of the day that said, oh, you got 5 million clicks for this. Here is your bag of money, sir. That's all it yep. took. Yep. So all these guys, oh, oh, well, look, now they're just trying to do it to save their asses because the best rookie season by a quarterback ever just got done by a guy who supposedly had a, a bad S2 score. They told you before the draft, y'all just didn't freaking listen because it wasn't convenient for your narrative because you wanted to believe ah. CJ was going to fail. Screw all of you. Convenient for the Texans and us. We get to enjoy it for the foreseeable future. That's all I care about. He's Patrick Creighton, Sean Bajani. It's Area 45 on Sports Radio 610. Coming up next, I want to know your three most important Astros to watch heading into spring training. Two weeks, two days away from pitchers and catchers reporting. We'll get it next at Sports Radio 610. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 